Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Starving Artist Podcast Show. We're here live today at Hub 17, 73rd Way Street in Staten Island, New York. And I'm Marcy. I'm your host today, of course. And uh, we have our guest today from Kiara's uh, Beauty Salon. And um, we have Vikiana. Vikiana is located also here on Staten Island. And uh, she has her own um, hair beauty salon. And uh, she's a female business owner. And we asked her to come on the show. And thank you so much for coming today. Thank you for having me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much. So, Vikiana. Uh, Vikiana, yes. That is such a unique name. It yes. is. Yes. You ha- I, I thought it was Vicky. She said no. It's Vikiana. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's what it is, you know. Yes. But uh, you're located out here in Staten Island. Yes, I have my beauty salon on Bay Street, like um, 696 Bay Street. Yes. A lot of people, I've been there 11 years. Mm. Thank God. Thank God, that's a long time. Very long time. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, you know, it's, my business name is Kiara's Beauty Salon. Yes. But like I was talking to you before, I couldn't name it Vicky because at the time that I opened up, somebody else had that name. So right. I said, you know what? Let me use my daughter's name. Hey, and and she's, she'll be blessed. Uh, she'll have a, a, a future business. We have her name already. <laughs> oh, yeah. She said, oh, I have a beauty salon already. And I tell oh. her, yes, and you're going to work for it. Exactly. Like your mom is doing. It has your name, but you have to earn it. Yes. Do yes. your thing. That's yes. right. Teach them young. You got to teach them young, right? Yes. I'm yes. Telling very you. young. Oh, my God. So so you've been there um, 11 years. Yes. Um, you've been doing hair 11 years or you've been doing it longer? A lot longer. A lot longer. Yes. Ah, yes. okay. I, um, when I used to live in DR, I was around 13, 14. Mm. I used to always go to, um, like, you know, like the little salons over there. Yeah. To help my friends to do hair. So I used to do, like, the rollers and wash and this. But it wasn't as uh, professional as now. But yeah, I started early. I started around 14. Wow. Um, then um, I came here when I was 19. Right. My mother mm-hmm. had a beauty salon. Okay. It was on Bay Street, too. Oh, wow. Look yes. at that. She had a, uh, a beauty salon. Um, her name was Antonia. Well, is. She's still alive. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God, yes. <laughs> yeah, she had a business there. So I was working with her, but I was going to college. Right. Um. I did go to school for uh, in DR for you know to beauty school. Mm-hmm. I got my cert- uh, my certificate. Right. But I said, you know what? I want to go to college here. So right. I was doing like a part time at her salon, and I was going to school. Mm. And I just I don't know. It just kept growing on me. Yeah. To see like I used to see how the other girls were working and doing right. the hair and the haircuts and the color. I said, you know what? I like it. Mm. I'm going to learn more and more. And I just kept, like, I kept looking right. at what they were doing and just picking the good thing and throwing away the bad things. Like, right. I saw how, what clients like right. and dislike. Good. And that's how it started. And here I am. That's good. So yeah, your, your interest grew. But if your mother had a, a, a salon as well, I guess it would, you could say a little bit that was in the jeans already? Yes, I could say that. <laughs> 
Yes. I yes. can say that. It was because she yes, she had her business for she had salons all over the place. Like mm -hmm. she, she was the first Dominican um lady that came to Staten Island. Yeah. She used to have a beauty salon in Manhattan. And uh, a friend of her told her, come to the island, see what it is. There's no businesses. And she came and she saw it and she told me the story that she, she just opened up and it was like uh, everybody was like, oh, my God, a Dominican place. Yeah. And yes. She kept going. She had around like five different beauty salons wow. on the island. That's good. You yes. see? And to be a female at that time, to have as many properties, you know, as many mm -hmm. businesses, you know, it's, it was, it's very rare. I mean, uh, you know, this is like what, in the 80s maybe? On the... Yeah, like, yeah, like the 90s. The 90s, the 90s right? Yes, because that's when I came from DR. So she had two at that time, but right. then she kept opening up right. other ones. Like she left me in one to take care of, and then she was in another one. Her husband was in another one, like that. But it was too much. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it gets overwhelming. overwhelming. Yeah. It was, yes. But that's a good accomplishment, though, you know, yes. especially when you come and you um, try to make an establishment in the future for yourself, and especially a female at that time. You know, it's always, yes. especially Latina, you know, and mm. it's basically, you know, um, it's always some type of stigma. There's always some type always. of discrimination. As bad enough as it is, it's women, women. Exactly. And then you have Latino women, you know, mm -hmm. and it's just like they'll look at you a little bit, you know, like, ah, oh, you know. Like, yes. Because it's just, you know, I don't want to say the way it is, but basically that's how, how it's put out there, you know. So you have to always try to break those barriers mm -hmm. and say, listen, I'm a female and I could own a business. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know, and so. And I saw my mother fighting yes. and doing her thing. And I said, you know what? Yes. One day I'm going to be like that too, you know. I'm going to have my own business. Yes. And I will not, um, you know. Yeah. I will not pay attention of what other people say about being a businesswoman. Right. I'm going to do what I got to do. And that's it. And it's been 11, you know, 11 years. Thank God. And thank God for that. And you will have yeah. 100 more. Amen. Oh, yes. Lord. I don't want to be so old doing here, but amen. <laughs> My clients, they want me to be. They're like, you're not going nowhere. I'm like, well, let's see. <laughs> If, you know, my arms and everything, because, you know, doing it so much. Oh, it after really, a while, yes, I know. after a while, it affects you. But you got your daughter to take after us, so yes, you teach so her. You keep the tradition going. <laughs> yes, yes. You know? I'm trying, I'm trying. Yes, definitely. Yes. That's good. So, now we know that um, you do hair and all stuff. So, yes. as far as your clients, um, you have all different types. You have yes. certain types or... All different types, but... Uh, I yes. saw that beautiful lady that you did the other day uh, Which you, one? Uh, with the blonde hair mm -hmm. and she had half of her hair cut. Yes, on the, the bold, side. bold side. Yes, and then, yes. yes. And that, oh, is, she, that she, is very <laughs> outspoken and she, I yes. really like that hair. But a lot of people, you know, when they want something specific, mm -hmm. like um, when they come to you and you ever come across and say, oh, you know, can I do it? Can I, you know, like you have to like, do a little homework maybe the night before and see how it is or you just say you know what i got it i know how to do yep. it that's yep. it even if i've never done it in my life yeah they send me a picture i'm like yes i'll do it i look at the picture as long as your hair is capable of taking the chemical right. i will do it yeah because that's one of you know one of my things like a lot of my customers 
they love how I treat their hair because I will never do anything that is going to damage right. or destroy their hair. I don't right. care if the money, right. if, you know, if I'm going to diet, you know, if what they want cost, let's say $200. Right. But I know you're going to be bold the next day. <laughs> I don't want those $200. Right. I'm going to tell you exactly how we're going to get there in right. a safe way. Right. So, like that girl, I love her. She has such a beautiful spirit. Yeah. And she went on Saturday. She's like, Vicky. She made an appointment and she was running late. Yeah. She's like, Vicky, please, <laughs> I'll be there soon. Please, I need you. I want you to do this and that. I said, you know, it's okay. You, you know, come. Yes. I mean, I told her, you know, you messed me up. Like, now I have like six people here and I'm not supposed to have so many. Oh, my God. But, you know, we were just having fun. Yes. And, you know. We started doing it, and at the end, she's like, oh, my God, Vicky, that's why I told you I love you. I love your job, and it just brings me so much joy. joy. That's, gra that's gratifying, and, you yes. know, that you're doing something right. Yes. And, and that's what counts when you have happy clients. Very happy. You know, because, yes. like I said, I always say, you know, word of mouth. Yes. Goes very far. Very far. Whether it's good or bad. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's why you got to make sure you always do good because yes. I feel like the bad goes faster than the good. Definitely. Yes. yes. You know, it will spread like that. So make sure you always do a good job. Yes. And most of my clients, like, you know, um, you ask me, they're um, African-American. Okay. I love my girls. Yeah. Yeah. I love my girls. Um, you know, like I have, I have Spanish, white. Yeah. Latino, everything. Right. But most of them are African-American. And, you know. Hey, listen, let me tell you. <laughs> I have my my original um, hairstylist from years and years and years ago. And she's, she's also a Dominican hairstylist. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, she used to move from place to place. Wherever she went. There was one time I remember, and I went to the salon, the last salon that she was working at. And I said, where is she? And then the owner was like, oh, I don't know. I said, can you find her for me? Because I need her. And they will not tell you because oh you will God. go to another place I to follow. <laughs> but listen, I found her. You and did. I said, don't get lost to me again. You got to tell me. And I took her number down ever since then. And But because you know that that exactly. person is going to do the work that you want them to do because they know your hair. Mm -hmm. They know how exactly. to style you yes. already. They already know how you want it. Exactly. So when you have somebody like that, you know, it's just like you clinch onto them. And you it's have like, to. You have to. I'm it's hard you. to find people that really care about your hair and yes. not just the money. Definitely. Some salons, you'll be in and out. Oh, yes, I'll do your hair. But right. they don't take the time. They just want your money. Right, right. And then that's when you see your hair just breaking, getting dry. And you're like, but why? I go to the salon every week. Right. But what do they do for your hair every time you go? Right. It's just they wash you like two seconds, blow, flat eye and all this, and that's it. No. Yeah. You need to make sure you feel like they're, you know, we are training your hair. We're right. making sure that your hair is healthy, that you see the difference. If you come with damaged hair, I want to make sure in a few weeks you see the difference. Right. You know, from the before and the after. Right. Not just because, you know, I do want you like... A client right. i want you to stay with me yeah but i want you to you know i want you to see the results of you coming to my place right right and that's why you know it's so important to offer the clients like you have to be true Definitely. tell them the truth yes some clients they come and they're like oh i want my hair white i'm like no sweetheart 
you are not having your hair white because tomorrow you won't have hair. Exactly. That's going to be worse. <laughs> you got to let know, them like, know. Yes. Yeah, definitely. A lot of textures of hair cannot take the right. process. Yeah, that's true. Because, and they, they want something and they have a vision in their mind. And then the reality is like when they say, when you tell them no, it's like, but why? It, you know? Yeah. But you, ex that, that's the beauty of the consultation. Exactly. I'm sure. Yes. You know, so you have to let them know what can and you cannot do. You know, and it's like you got to let them down easy if they can't get that <laughs> hair color that they no, want. No, I tell them, sweetie, let, let me show you. This is, it's going to be like this, but trust me, we're going to get there little by little. Just make sure you treat your hair in between, pro, you know, chemicals right. and process, but we'll get there. Definitely. And I always end they'll give the, you know, I'll, I'll give them something to make them feel good and uh, I I do give them, you know, like yeah, highlights you have to, or yeah. something. Yes. But not something that I know that's that gonna it's going to damage your hair. Yeah. And definitely. they leave happy, they come back and they keep, you know, you and they still have their hair. And there you go. That's, their head. That is the most important <laughs> is to exactly. have their hair. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yes, exactly. It so is, definitely. That's, that's so, so what would you say, because uh, a lot of, like you were talking about, like the, you know, the products that you use and stuff like that in a client's hair, if they want something done, like what would you compare to like um, an expensive brand? Because there's, there are brands out there that are really expensive. And then there's brands that you have, of course, your, your regular discount store uh, products mm -hmm. versus the very expensive salon products. Now, if it was a person that had uh, damaged hair, um, they're trying to get, like, maybe their hair fixed again, um, what would you say would be the difference if they were to buy something from a discount store to an, an expensive salon store, like the product itself? Would you be like, okay, this bottle is $50, but it's not going to do what this $20 bottle is going to do? That's how so I what, am. Yes. You would let them know. <laughs> right away. And it doesn't matter. No. Because a lot of people think that because they're paying $50 for a shampoo and for a conditioner. Right. That it's going to do miracles to their hair. Right. They go and pay 200 150 And they use it and use it and you don't see the difference. They're like, oh my God, but I pay so much money. Yes. Because sometimes your hair doesn't need that type of you know, products. Right. You have to know exactly what your hair is asking for. Right. Sometimes I tell my clients, they come there like, I don't know what shampoo to buy and this. I'm like, I know there's a lot of things out there. Like, I wish I could have my own line. Mm. I'll, you know, because that'll be great. Right? Yes. But, you know, I haven't get there yet. <laughs> well, you know, little by little. Exactly. If you really want to put it out there, definitely. And exactly. What I tell them is the most important thing you have to you try the cheap one. If right. you buy uh, what um, Tresemme shampoo, yes. If you wash your hair, right. your hair feels smooth. It feels soft. That's a good shampoo for your hair. Right, right. Because you could go and buy um, like a Sebastian sixty dollars shampoo, right. and when you put it in, your hair, you know, your hair feels rough and brittle. Yeah. You paid fifty dollars, but that doesn't mean you know it's gonna do the job. Right. Just make sure you go, your hair tells you what your hair wants. It does. 
Well, I, it yeah, really does. The hair does. Like the flowers, you know, when the flower is dying, you know, it needs water. Yeah. When the hair starts, you know, it gets brittle, it gets dry. It's telling you, you need to give me moisturizer. Yes. You have to go and get moisturizer treatment. Right. You might have to try different ones. Right. Like I usually go to DR and I bring a lot of stuff from there. Yeah. Because it's a tropical um, place. So the conditioners are made. Right. For dry hair. Yes, yes. And I, I come with like, they see me at the airport. I'm like, yes, I do have a business. Uh, you can check. It's a license, you know, I have my license and everything. Right. So these are just stuff I bring right. to use on my clients. Right. One time I gave uh, one of the, uh, the, the, you know, the people that check your bags, the uh All the, the from the, uh, yeah, customs. Yes. Yeah. She was, but what is all this and that? I said, you know what, honey? Uh, I know you, I don't think you could take it, but... Just leave it there and then take it later. Yeah, it's a deep condition because she told me, "Oh my God, I need some of this." I'm like, <laughs> I just left her one. See? Yeah, I'm like because a lot of people, oh, you know, I you bring your product from there and yeah. this and that, but no, it's just the quality of the product. Right. Definitely. It's what your hair needs. Yeah. If your hair needs moist, you know, that's what I'm gonna bring. Right. And I sell some of them. Sometimes I have them in you know in the salon, and they come and use it every time they come. Yes. And I just tell them, just go. Usually, like, one mistake that a lot of people make, and I'm going to bring it up, because it's summer. Please. (laughs) A lot of people, my hair is dry. Right. I put coconut oil, argan Mm. oil, Mm. this oil. Mm. No, you are not supposed to put so much oil in your hair. Yeah, Especially in the summer. Right. Why? Because... Mm. You put oil in your hair, it's like putting oil in the stove to fry an egg. I you go know. in the sun, right. your hair is burning, you're frying it with the oil. And they, that's why... You see, that makes sense to me. You see, yes. some people don't think that way. No. And it's like, oh, you know, because they want it, they want the brittleness and the dryness to go away. And they put all this oil. oil. No, <laughs> oh, please. My goodness. <laughs> you're just frying your hair. Yes, yes. But your hair is dry. Yes. Something simple. Go buy an avocado, mm-hmm. put some avocado, olive oil, mayonnaise, a banana. Look at that. Match it. You put go it to in a your supermarket hair. and get your own <laughs> That's moisturizer it. for your hair. Yeah. Like, those are natural things. Like, I'm not going to tell you go and buy, you know, this product for $100. But right. I know that you can go to the store and buy something natural. Sure. And do it yourself. But also, you have to have to do it yeah it's not only one time right because people think it's magic no right you gotta continue you, to you do you be it. consistent and just Definitely. keep doing it once in a while make sure you don't use like like too much hairspray and gel that builds those, up it builds up and it dries your hair definitely that's what i tell them just put, use something try it please don't put oil i tell i hate when they come to i'm like <laughs> i told you not to put so much oil i know make it but it was right and i'm like so how does it feel? Right. It's still brittle. I'm like, because you're frying your hair. You're walking outside. It's hot. Yeah. With oil in your hair. Your hair is like, it's frying. It's frying. Yes. And we, it's like you put oil in your skin, you get right. burned. You get burned. It's, a, it's the same with your hair. Exactly. So oh, my goodness. Those are just little tricks, you know, Dominican style. <laughs> Hey, listen, you got to love your, your fellow local Dominican that's hairstylist. Right, that's right. They know what they're talking about. That's I'm right. You. <laughs> oh, yes. my God. But it's true, though. I mean, something so simple as a little remedy. Yeah. You know, you could do it at home yourself. And so, mm-hmm. many, so many of the, um, you know, a lot of people are all into the, um, 
you know, home products now and doing their own, mm -hmm. uh, you know, home remedies and stuff exactly. like that. Yeah. Something like an avocado mayonnaise and a little bit of oil. That's easy. And that's, you can yeah, mix that up. Mix it up, rub it in, let it sit, and then wash your hair. And that's it. Yeah. And, that's and make sure, you know, don't put all, like, the flat iron. It's just killing everybody, too. That flat iron, I know. Oh. I heard about that. A lot of them. It's, now they have a lot of different types of, uh, you know, steam, flat irons now. Everything, but too you much know, heat, it's always going to damage your hair. You know, it's so many products out there. And it's hard to, like, you know, try all of them to find something that's going to work for you. So, no. but if, you know, you got to let them know this is what it is that your hair needs and guide I, them from there. Yeah, like, usually, you know, my... Um, my clients, the one that comes all the time, like I know they're here already. Right. So I know the texture, I know what they need, what they don't need. And they just ask me, I tell them, yeah, just try this. Like I, I buy vitamins, hair vitamins, you know, a lot of people lose hair. Yeah. Um, you know, like I try my best to help them, but sometimes they need to right. um, help themselves. Yeah. Because I get mad. I I fight with them. They know me. I'm like, what did you do? They come with bald spots and stuff. I'm like, oh, they come goodness. with their hair all messed up. Now, you know, because of the uh, pandemic, yes. it's sad, but, you know, a lot of my clients and even myself, my hair, I had to cut my hair. Yeah. You know, our hair was breaking and because we couldn't really go get it done. Well, that's where I was going to mm -hmm. go with next uh, as far as um, the situation at hand with the COVID. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it, it's, it's been horrible. I mean, there's so many mm -hmm. women out there that mm, yes. they were posting on Facebook, look, I'm doing my own hair. <laughs> I'm doing my own nails. <laughs> it's like, please open. <laughs> yes, we need to be essentials too. Yes, like, yes. That's what a lot of people are like, no, salons, because, you know, yes, even yes. as women, we need to do our things, you know, Definitely. things that make us feminine and feel good. Definitely. And I know that because we were not able to do our hair, our nails, and this and that. Yeah. It, it just brings us down a little bit more. Yeah, you know, because like, we're not doing what we're used to doing, you know, exactly. at the time. I mean, listen, I'm the type of person that, um, you know, I'm not the type of, you know, woman to go into the salon like every week or anything mm -hmm. like that. But I do appreciate my salon, right? Because yeah. you know that when your hair gets long, you need a cut. You know, uh, when you have the grays coming in, you need it colored. <laughs> you, know, you need to cover you know, that. Yes. You need all of yes. that stuff just to have. It's not about vanity, really. I don't think it's no, about no. It being vain. I think it's just about uh, having a good presentation of yourself. Exactly. You know, just to make sure that you're, you're trimmed and primed. You know, mm -hmm. make sure that you at least look decent and, exactly. you know, not looking all crazy exactly. out there. And a lot of women were looking a little bit crazy. Yes, yes we were. I'm included. <laughs> you know? I even posted on my page uh, how I, I was trying to do my own rollers. And, oh, my goodness. And I'm a hairstylist, and I couldn't even do my own rollers. That, I, right? I said, what a shame. I was like, oh, my God, I can't. I, you need somebody. Come and get the back. <laughs> looking all crazy so you know, know i just i made those videos so my clients yeah don't feel so bad right. because i told them on the video like here i am i do everybody's hair and i can't even do, do my, my own, own right now so please don't <laughs> feel bad we all look crazy i know but you know it was it was something that 
affected us, you know. Definitely. COVID, of course. Yes. But also not being able to do something for ourselves to bring us up a little bit, you know. Definitely. To make you feel, you know, give us a little... A little um, off. Yeah, a you little know, off. like, okay, I still look good. I know I'm going through things, but no, we couldn't say that. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We it's were like, all together on this, but it was, it was hard. Well, we hope that uh, throughout this uh, this uh, new uh, new normalcy that's coming mm -hmm. up after the, all of this, because we just want all of this COVID stuff to go away yes. and try to get back into some type of uh, normalcy again. And, and we have learned throughout this um, pandemic of how excruciating that we need <laughs> hair salons to stay open yes. and barber shops, and we need them because, you know, people are still going out to go to work, right? Yes. Throughout this whole craziness. Yeah. And I'm sure that they were, nothing like sitting in a chair and just relaxing and knowing that your hairstylist got you. You know, right. and say, hey, listen, don't worry about it. We're going to get it done. We're going to make you look good again. Exactly. And then you come out there feeling like a winner. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's yes. What they come, you know, because we just opened last week. Yeah. Well, two weeks ago, actually. right? And that's one of the first things they say, oh, my God. You know, they're like, thank you, Jesus. You don't know how much I miss you. I miss your hands and this and that. So, you know, it's it's important Yes. For us. Yes. Because, you know, as women, you know, we, we need that. We're, yeah, definitely. You know, we need to feel good. Like, we have so much on us. Yeah. Like I was telling you before, you know, me as a, you know, woman, yes. a business owner. Right. I'm a mother. Yes. I have two kids. I have to, now I have to be a teacher, um, you know, yes. a doctor, a nurse, everything. a mother, everything. So yes. it's it's hard. And yes. we need that little bit of time for ourselves. Definitely. When we get our nails done, when somebody's doing our hair. Right. It just, you know, you feel relaxed. You do. Like, you, know, you feel you like, uh, you know, uh, that you're being taken care of. Exactly. You know? Yes. yes. So talk about a little bit about your family support uh, uh, on how is, uh, you know, your children um, you know, your family members on you having this business, are they very supportive? Are they always there? Or, you know, like, ah, you know, she just has the salon. Yeah, you could go and, and check her out. <laughs> so, you know, it's because, you know, sometimes, you know, um, when you want to go ahead and do something for yourself, um, you know, you want to pursue this career, you want to pursue this business, you know, you have people that are on board and some people that are not, you know, so how more or less did your family relate to you wanted to open up your own business? Well, um, a little bit of my story. Yes. I was married before, you know, my first marriage. Okay. And um, that's when I decided to open up my own business. Okay. Um, you know, I have my daughter, Kiara. Yes. And uh, because I decided to open up my business, uh, my marriage kind of went down the hill. Mm. You know, my ex wasn't really supporting me. He I was see. always complaining about the time and this yeah. and that. Right. And I said, well, but this is for us. You know, it's we're going to grow together in this. But it didn't work out. Right. Okay. You know, it's fine. But um, right now, I feel a lot better. I feel like I have more support. My daughter, she's more Good. mature. She's 15. Yes. 
She's actually my secretary. She takes the calls, the appointments. She Good. has to make sure she wipes after each client. <laughs> Good. I have her working. Good. She has to learn, you know. Definitely. She got to learn the trade. Yes. And, um, yeah, she's supporting me a lot. Yes. You know, I have my baby, my son. Aww. My husband, too. He's always there pushing me and telling me, you no, know, you could do it. So I feel much better. Good. You know, as, you know, they really give me enough support for me to go. But uh, I also know that they need time. You right. know, they need me. Right. And that's why I never work on Sundays. Right. A lot okay. of clients, they tell me, oh, you need to work on Sundays. No, sweetheart. Right. You I need, need that time. I need that time for my kids and my family. Definitely. Because Definitely. money is not going to bring you the time that you lose with them. Definitely. And Especially that's Especially when important. they're growing. Yeah. You, you don't yeah. want to be missing out. I mean, exactly. I was a working parent myself, you know, when my kids were growing up and my time was always spent working 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 you know yeah. and yeah. it's like you try to squeeze a whole week into two days it's just saturday and sunday mm -hmm. and it's crazy because it's like you know there's always something coming up or you got to go to the, do this for the one kid you got to do something for the other kid and it's like you try to split yourself in two <laughs> and it's like it, it you know it gets overwhelming it you does. know it does but that's a good thing that you take the time yes to spend that time with your children because before you know it they're gonna grow up and you're yeah, gonna be like gonna what be, happened yeah they're gonna be gone and i'm gonna be like oh my god <laughs> And then, you know, they're going to bring the grandkids, and then I'm going to have to yeah. enjoy my grandkids, but not for now, though. No, but, no. Um, enjoy, them, enjoy yours yes, now no, that I they're am, small. I am. <laughs> I am. That's what I said, you know, like, yeah. I try, when I go home, you know, after work, I, I even try to take my last client, like, a yeah. little earlier than before because I used to get home, like, 9, 9.30, sometime at 10. Yeah, that takes time, too, it when needs, you're doing hair and stuff. Yes, yeah. yes. It does and take I said, you know what? I need to be home a little earlier. I need to go sit down, talk to my daughter. Yeah. You know, she's 15, so she really needs me. They're at that age. Yeah. yeah. It's a very dangerous, you know, age. It is. We want to do a lot of crazy stuff. I We've know. been there, done that. <laughs> I know, I and know. And I have to make sure I'm there for her. Definitely. And, you know, for my son, till he's four. Yeah, he's, so oh, he's, oh, a, he's baby. a baby. Yeah. He still and, needs mama. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you just you have to make time for everything. Yes. It's a balance. Yeah. And I learned that the hard way, you yes. know. It didn't work out before, so now I do. I love my business. I love my girls, everybody. But I need time for my business and family. So you put it and you make it work. Yes, I do. That is the best thing. Because, yes. you know, a lot of people, they don't think like that. They like business, 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 no. money, mm -hmm. money, money. Mm -hmm. And like you said, you value your family First, before first and foremost, anything, right? Exactly. And then, of course, you take care of your business. Of course. So that's what a true woman, a true woman does. That's right. <laughs> you know. Yes. Yes. We have to. We yeah. have to. I've seen how you know a lot of kids, they, you know, they do all this craziness because because their parents are not around because they're you working, know, they're working and yeah. busy. Yes, we do have to make money. Yeah. We do have to work very hard. Right. And you have to take that time for them you need definitely. to show them that they're important and that you want the best for them definitely of and course if you're not there of course you're gonna have money and success but then your kids are gonna be doing, all over the place you know yeah. all over and you don't want that right i don't want that right so that's i learned how to manage my time good and if i have to go my daughter has graduation and this i said you know what i'm sorry i gotta go I'm going to go do, you know, I got to go see my daughter. I have to be right. there for her. Right. 
Well, that's and, the best thing. Yeah, because I wasn't that. doing it when she was smaller. Right. And that's why I said, no, right. this is not right. So, so now she's at that age that, you know, yes. you're going to be there. Yes. Which I I'm am. pretty sure she probably appreciates it or. No, but she doesn't want me there. You know what? No, no. <laughs> but I'm there. You're there. You make sure you're there. Yes. That's yes. right. Yes. For That's everything. Right. I'm like, you know, I'm your friend and everything. But remember, I'm your mom too. So. That's right. I could give you Spanish whoop. You know what that is, right? <laughs> Spanish <Dominic>. whipping. <laughs> yes. yes. Nobody so wants like, that. No, no, no. <laughs> so, yeah. Thank God. You know, she's a good girl. But. Good. Good. So, so um, since you've been in that location for that long, um, do you have any future goals, future plans to um, move about to another location or maybe go mobile? I mean, I've seen some mobile. <laughs> mobile? Not really. I never thought How about of house it. calls? Do you make house calls? Uh, I do sometimes. I do it. Um, I have clients that... Um, live like in homes, like you know, elderly. Oh, okay. Yes, and they're on wheelchairs, and you know, they call me. Can you come? And I do go to their houses. Oh, that's I wonderful. Their hair. Yes. Yes. I, you know, I do that, but I do weddings. You know, like if you want me to go somewhere and right. you have a big wedding and stuff, I go. I do parties. I do all of that. Good. But uh, for colors and stuff. Oh, you know, like a regular client, right. I want you to come to the salon because you're more comfortable. Your products it, there, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So. But no, I do. Good. You know, if you need me, I'll go. Whatever. That's you good need, because, yes. uh, you know, like you said, you just mentioned that a lot of people are, you know, unfortunately bound to their homes. Exactly. They're elderly or disabled, yes. but they still want to get that, you know, that cut, that hair color, or that, exactly. you know, that style. Yes. Because they can't get to you, so. That's a good thing that you have that option where you could go to them. Yes. So that's a great thing. That's good yes. to know. Yes, yes. You know, because I have a little bit of, uh, I have a, a little abuelita that might need oh, <laughs> a yeah, little cutting, let you know? Me know. I'll, you know, we'll set it up and, you know, like I said, you know, I go and do it. Like I said, I usually like for you to come to salon, but if it's not yeah. possible, I will come to you. That's good. Well, yes. not, you know, guys, she'll come to you. She makes house calls if you need. Anybody yes. to, to come and, uh, you know, get uh, spruced up, you know? <laughs> She's your girl, so she'll come to you, definitely. Yes, now, yes. do you do you ever try to go into, um, like, a little bit of celebrities, uh, maybe somebody a little higher up? I I would love to, but... Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, but that <laughs> means I'm going to have to leave, you know, some of my clients because I'm going to be... A superstarring over there. superstar, yeah. <laughs> and then they're going to be mad at me. <laughs> oh, my God. They were like, well, where's Why the piano? doing? Exactly, but no, but um, I do, I see myself, because I love it so much, I do see myself going to another level. Like, Good. all this, um, like the pandemic and everything that's, you know, we've been going through lately. Right. Um, got me thinking about, you know, I do want to expand my business, yes. move to another area. Yes. Like right now, I have a girl, she does eyelashes, eyebrows, and all this stuff, and I was talking to her, right. and she told me the same, she's like, Vicky, we're going to go, you know, far. Right. But I'm going to go far, but not killing myself. Right, well. <laughs> I will have, you know, I'm going to train, like, right. girls or rent chairs like I'll, i'm gonna that's what i want to do i want to open up a bigger you know business right where i can just rent chairs do my clients right and 
rent areas and you do this, you do that and like that. So you have those goals yes, to, to expand and get yes, bigger. Yes. I mean, because you have been there for a while, you know, and, and mm -hmm. usually sometimes when, um, you know, when you're where you're already set, you're already there. Exactly. So you don't want to become uh, complacent. You want to move forward. You want to mm -hmm. make it grow. And you have yes. all these goals exactly. and you want to make yourself known out there and say, hey, listen, go to her. She's she's really good. Exactly. You know, and yes. that's that's the goal. That's the goal of being the business owner and uh, the female owner, business <laughs> owner, and just to put yourself out there and, and, and grow. So yes. That's a good thing. So yes. we'll be looking forward to yes. that in the future. Yes, yes. <laughs> You'll be seeing my post moving forward. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I'm taking everybody with me, so... That's, I'm sure they and, love you for that. Oh, yes, they do. Definitely. And they follow me everywhere. Like I said, you know, I used to do hair with my mother. Yes. And that was like 20 years ago. Wow. And I still have a lot of my girls, you know, from that time, and they still come to me. They're like, no, where you go, we go. I say, don't <laughs> worry. As long as they're like, please just don't leave Staten Island. <laughs> right? I'm like, don't go nowhere. Just I'm stay like, here. I don't know, but let's see. Let's pray for the best. Mm -hmm. And, you know. That's all we can do. Yeah. But just yeah. as long as your focus is there, that's a good thing. Yes. So what do you like to do? Like, uh, what's your your favorite thing to do? Like, cut or color? I love oh. to do haircuts and color. Haircuts and color. You see on my page, yes. all these crazy colors and the haircuts? <laughs> yes. That's all me. Oh, my God. I love that. I mean, I love to do everything. But there's something about the haircuts, mm. especially those crazy ones. Yeah. That get me, like, excited. Like, let me see. Yes. And even if I've never done it, yes. I'm like, yes, I'm going to do it. <laughs> so, so she's determined. At the end, I'm like, <laughs> oh, I got, you see? I did it. So I post pictures and videos. And so I'm like, yes, girl, do your thing. Because yes. I'm even impressed that I did it. But it's because I love it. And I know I could do it. You know, like, yeah. I don't feel like if you love it, right. go for it. Definitely. Of course, you're not going to, a lot of people, they're scared or something. I don't know. But they, uh, they start, they that, just do yeah. crazy stuff. Yeah. But I never had any problem. Thank you, Lord. That's a good never. thing. Never. That's because you, you love what you do. Yes. So when you love what you do, it shows and you're determined and you want to learn or you know, already know how to do it and it's just in you. And you've been is. doing it for so long. Very long. So it's yeah, already like it's second yeah, nature it's like, to you. Yeah, it's like nothing. Yeah. That's, like I said, you know, you just show me a picture, I look at the picture, and I already know what to do. That's good. That's good. And I love it. Like That's what. That's the yes. thing is when you have that passion, it doesn't become a job. It's, it's your passion. It's a passion. That's, that's how I feel. Yes, that's how I feel. That's but, good. You know, so My what about um, your, your? I'm pretty sure since you're the hairstylist of the family, everybody comes to you and like, uh, I mean, I'm sure like maybe your cousins, your, your uncles or somebody, uh, well, you know. Yeah, sometimes, but I'm like, uh-uh, you guys don't pay, so no. <laughs> when I get a break, you know, when I get a break, no, then I'll so do your funny. hair. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> because, yes, you know. I got my nieces, yeah. like I have. Of family in Manhattan and the Bronx, and they always come to me to do their hair. Yeah. Like the highlights and the cuts, they don't let nobody do it. Uh, I'm like, I don't have a problem. I I love to do it. Right, right. You got to set them a little boundary yes. Let there, me right? make this money, and then, you know. I'll let come me see to you. Exactly. Yeah, because, mm -hmm. you know, every family, especially Latinos, you know. Oh, you know how it is. <laughs> Listen, get that guy. He's a lawyer. He just got, <laughs> come on. I, 
take me out of jail or you know he's a doctor go to doctor he's a doctor now you know how we do it yeah 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 go to him go to her you know exactly she got it we we always have somebody for everything that's right we have a mechanic a plumber we have oh you need oh i know the guy there you you go everything is we know everything so (laughs) that that's what i'm saying i'm like you gotta have family members that come to you because yes you know it's always like that because like as you know like with me you know i'm i'm a photographer so every time there's like either a big party or you know oh do you want to come? I said, no, I want to go to the party and enjoy it. Exactly. You know, not go there at work. <laughs> I want to enjoy it. <laughs> I know somebody. Exactly. You know, yeah. But let me go there and enjoy exactly. it. Exactly. That's you what know. you want to do. Like when I go out with my family or whoever, there's always a conversation about hair. I'm right. like, please, no. <laughs> Call me. I know. We'll, we'll talk about it. Not now. Let me, you know. Let me relax, have fun. Yeah. But they always end up talking about something that you do. Always, you know. Always. That's, I don't know if it's us as Spanish. But I know. <laughs> that's just the way you it is. You see my hair? Look, I have all this thing. What do you think I should do? I'm like, honey, call me. Uh, we'll talk about it I when know. I'm on duty. Right now I'm <laughs> off duty. I Please. know. I know. But that's how it is. And it's it's fun, you know. It's, it is. It is. You can enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you don't want to, but you end up talking about it. So. But because they know that you know about it. Exactly. <laughs> so like, ask me, Mikiana. She, she knows. She knows. She knows, yes. Definitely. They're always asking, but I it makes know. me feel good. Like, I don't mind. That's good. Yes. You know, when you I don't am. mind, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't yeah. matter, I guess. Exactly. No, it doesn't. It's just so natural. Like we said before, you know, it just comes out natural. Yes. It's something that I don't feel like I'm working. I feel like, like they tell me, you're a hair doctor. I'm like, yes, I am. There you go. That's a That's good title. Hair doctor. Yes. Uh, hair doctor. That's how know? my clients told me, you're a hair doctor. I said, ooh, thank you. <laughs> That's a nice feel, title up there. Yeah, huh? All the way up there. I'm like, ooh, I can. Bring Definitely. me down. Bring me down. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing. Now, for your salon, uh, what are the days that you are open now? And how is that going as far as with the COVID pandemic uh, for people coming in? Are you open only certain times right now, or are you open your regular hours that you were working at? Well, um, I open Monday through Saturday. Okay. Like I said, I don't touch my Sundays. Right. Um, and I still have the same hours, mm. but because it's limited. Right. Right now, you know, due to the uh, pandemic, right. we're supposed to have um, less than 50% of whatever we had before, that mm. includes employees and customers. Right. So before, I used to have 20 people inside. Mm. Now I can only have 9 to 10. Right. It's, so it's hard. Been, it's been reduced. It, it's been reduced. So um, I kind of pushed the hour a little bit. Like mm-hmm. I'm taking clients a little bit late. Right. But the funny thing is that I'm taking them late but we st- we're leaving right. earlier. Earlier. Yeah, we're closing earlier because it's by appointment. By appointment and only. And it's so organized. Right. Like I, you, you know, I try to give um, like every hour I have four right. to five people in, depending on, you know, what they want. Right. Like when they make the appointment, I make sure, you know, I ask what are you getting done so right. I know the period of time in between each client. Right. And I can just, you know, squeeze one in and here and here and it's hard right it's you know it's stressful 
what I hate, and I'm going to say it here, and I hope everybody hears <laughs> yes. me. Yes. When they make an appointment and they don't call, they don't show oh, up, and so we unfair. call them back yeah. and they don't answer. Oh, that's so unfair. Oh, that it's been two weeks. Oh, that's and it, horrible. It is driving me crazy. That is so unfair because that's it taking is. time from from your time. Exactly. Yeah. And there's so many people that want that spot. Yeah. And there you are holding it from right. somebody who really wants it, you know. Right, right. That's not and fair. And I I'm gonna say it and keep saying it. Yeah. And you know, it's gonna get to a point that I don't want to, but I'm gonna have to tell people to come inside, make the appointment and and leave a deposit. Yes, you're going to have to because it's not fair to you. It's not fair. Right. Like, I'm not making half of what I used to make. Right. And, I, you know, I'm still here right. trying to pay all these bills. Yes. And you're not helping me. Right. You know. So. It's true. But, listen, you have all rights to feel like that because, you know, it is your business. And exactly. You, and throughout this whole situation that we're going through, you know, you guys are trying to stay afloat. You know? Exactly. And it's hard. So... I get your frustration with that, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, to make an appointment and not show up, that's inconsiderate. Very yeah. And Very. like I said, you know, like we're still here. Right. Thank God I was able to open. Yes. Reopen. We thank A God lot. too. Yes, yes. There's <laughs> that so, they were able to open. Yes. Yeah, like that. there's there's so many uh, places, salons, nail salons, barbershop, you know, like yeah. they were not able to come back. Right. Because, you know, after three months of right. being, you know, closed, not getting the help, that it that's another thing that I was going to point. Right. As a businesswoman, right. here I am applying for grants and this right. and that. Right. And I got denied, mm -hmm. but yet bigger companies wow. got all this money. Wow. You know. That's not fair. It is not fair yeah. either. Yeah, and I have... know a lot of us right. with the, you know, small businesses. Yes. Went through this. Mm -hmm. We applied. We got denied. Yeah. But yet, all these other places got a huge amount of money. Right. When they're backed up by, you know, corporations. Yes. They had all type of insurance and right. other type of income. Right. That we didn't. Right. And it, it's it's hard. It's frustrating. It, it, it is. It it's really a is lot of little things that, you know, like I had to do certain things. Right. To keep going because I, I was still paying all my bills right. in my shop and the house, right. but it was closed. Right. Like a lot of people, they had to pay, but there was no income. Right. I didn't even um, collect unemployment. Wow. You know, and I said, you know what? I got to do what I got to do. So right. I just started to do a few clients and stuff, and that helped me out. Right. I did have my savings. Right. Which is important, too, because a lot of people just leave the day by day. Right. And that's why when this hit us yes. like that, mm. you didn't have anything to back you up. I know. And I thank God, you know, that I had my money on the side. Smart my woman. emergency yeah. wom uh, woman. Yeah, no, my <laughs> emergency money. Yes. And, and here I am. Yes. And I still have my business Thank you, Jesus. Yes. And it's hard. Like, I want people to understand that we're all going through something. Definitely. It's not just, you know, me. Like, some people get mad because I tell them to sit outside and just wait for somebody to come out. Yeah. It's, I have to follow the rules you to keep to. everybody safe. Right. My um, employees and my customers and myself. They have to understand that, so, too. So, yes. Yeah, because they... 
They know what time we're living in right now. Yeah, some people don't. I know. They still want to argue. They still want to, about why do I have to wait, sweetheart? Yes. Don't make to. it harder than it is. It is, yeah, harder already as it is. And, exactly. And then, you know, you, you deal with the difficult clients. Exactly. So you don't want that, you know. No. And they um, have to be a little bit considerate. But I really think that that's a good idea that you would have to put a deposit and let them. Yes, I'm, I'm really thinking about yeah, that. Yeah, because, because that'll save you a little bit of, you know, that hardship, you know. Yeah. And at least you'll, they'll be able to understand and say, hey, listen, if you're serious about it. Exactly. You know, you want to come. Yeah. This is what you have to pay for. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Because and anybody can make an appointment. And like you said, they don't show up. They don't care. No, they but don't. But you're there wasting your time. Exactly. So please be considerate of your local um, please. Hair, uh, hairstylist <laughs> and hair salons. Please, when you make appointments, make sure that you either call or show up. Yes, <laughs> so. just cancel. If you feel like you're not going to make it, give us a call. Right. Hey, Vicky, I don't think I'm going to make it. I'm going to cancel. And then that's it. Definitely. You just cross it and put somebody else. I have one list where I keep the numbers of like clients that called and there's no room. I'm right. like, just give me your number because I know somebody's gonna cancel. Right. But it's already like too much. Yeah. Having somebody calling and then you're gonna have to call the other person and sometimes the person is already in another place because they took them. Yeah. I don't wanna lose my customers. Right. right. I wanna keep everybody. That's right, so, you do. <laughs> no, no, no. And I'm very jealous with them. I'm like, no, you're not going nowhere. Oh my goodness. Go yes, I am. And they <laughs> they know it. They know and they tell me, they're like, Vicky, I cheated on you. I went oh, here. No. I'm like, oh, you know, I could tell. Oh, my I can God. Tell. I'm like, sorry. I'm like, They no. come back to you with damaged hair, right? Yes. Like, come and fix yes. it. Now yep. you want me to fix it. <laughs> they call me miracle. I'm like, yeah, miracle? You see what's going to happen to you one day. Oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> but, yes, no, it's, it is. Know, it, yeah. it's, it's a lot of everything, but yeah. just. Well, we could only pray that, um, you know, this will be going over soon and amen like i amen. always say this too shall pass amen. so you know amen. we'll we'll continue on i mean it may be a little bit of a different uh normalcy but you know exactly but we the still need normal. our hairdressers and our makeup yes. artists <laughs> and our hair salons and nail salons so please <laughs> exactly now vikiana vikiana yes how can people find you? Do you have uh, your Instagram, your Facebook, um, your business number out there? How can they find you? Well, I they can find me. Um, I have Yelp, just the salon's number, Kiara's Beauty Salon. I have my Facebook page, Kiara's Beauty Salon. Okay. My Instagram yes. is just Kiara's Beauty. Okay. Without salon. You will see the sign. Yes. I usually post everything there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. she does. Yes. I've seen it. Yes, she's. <laughs> I go yeah. there too, so you can see it yourself. <laughs> yes, I post everything. So you know, I do have to open. You know, I have to open up my website. Yes. I am gonna do that. <laughs> I'm a little lazy on that, but uh, you can call the salon. Just send me messages. If you have my personal um, Facebook page too. Yes. Um, that's how, you know, everybody gets in touch with me. That's Good. how, you know, I started making appointments since, you know, way before I opened up because right. I posted that finally they were going to allow us to open. So people yes. were like, okay, so give me an appointment. Right. Um, I need this. I need that. You send me pictures. Right. You know, you're like, can you do this? Can you do that? And we just, you know, 
talk right. and that's it make it happen good good but yeah i'm all over the place good and i just i need to do my website though <laughs> yes that and yes. once you do let me know so i, I can will. post it on the on the site as well that's so right, yes. but your information is going to be on the site as well so we'll send uh we'll put out the link okay uh for them to be able to contact you or if they want to make an appointment and please when you make an appointment be considerate please. and and please, <laughs> please let her know whether you're going to reschedule cancel or anything like that or if not she's going to start charging you that's right <laughs> sorry but yeah you have to be it has to be hey, done right it, ha it has to be done definitely i yes. agree yes so um Kiana, yes. thank you so much for coming today it thank was you. a pleasure speaking thank to you, you and uh you know I haven't had the pleasure of, go, but I am going to make it my business yes. to go there, and I'm going to bring my daughter with me and my you friends. You better come. I want to uh, see you. Yes, I will. I want to hook you up, girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's yes. how I tell my <laughs> Definitely. Yes, please come visit. And, you know, and like I said, thank you so much. You know, this is what we do. We try to give um, business owners and, and entrepreneurs a voice and a platform for them to know, you know, uh, that you're out there yes so definitely guys thank you so much for joining us today live yes. and uh like i said if you have any questions or you want to get in touch with her uh you want to have her information it will be posted up on the site and uh just you know hit her up you want a haircut color whatever it is support small businesses support a uh, female business owned and uh, just come through. She's at 696 Bay Street in Staten Island and um, come check her out. So guys, yes. thank you so much for hanging thank out you. with us today <laughs> and until the next one, bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ah, guys we are live studio hub 17 uh, 73 wave street uh, staten island new york and uh this is our second episode of starving artist podcast show so i'm very happy for everyone that's joining us today and uh we got some good stuff going on and uh, we have our special guest today igor and he is uh, owner of Busy Bees Honey. Yes. So um, I was telling uh, Igor, thank you for coming today on this rainy, crappy day. But, you know. And thank you for having me. Oh, definitely. We appreciate that. We appreciate you coming. So, Igor. Do you like Igor? Do you have a nickname? Uh, I mean, people call me Igor, but then people call me Gore. People call me Honey Man, Sweet Man, you know. <laughs> Or, or now, now people call me the milkman. So I see that. Yeah. I see that you're doing a little merging there yeah. with another small uh, business owner there. Yeah. I believe uh, what's the name of their company? Utterly. Uh, it's uh, Utterly Delicious. But yes. uh, now I took over the route, so it's uh, Utterly Delicious NYC. Ah, yeah. cool. See, we like that. You know, when people come together, they they do business together, and they just 
you know, build it up. We get busy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's his lingo, guys. You yeah. know, he throws in the bees oh, in there. Yeah. <laughs> now I got all the, like, let's get moving. <laughs> oh, my God. I can imagine what other ones you yeah. come up with. That's so funny. <laughs> but we like that, though, because it keeps it going and keeps people interested. So, <laughs> so you're based on the Staten Island, yes. right? Um, born and raised, or well, I was actually uh, born in uh, Ukraine, Russia. Ah. And then uh, me and my parents, well, my parents and I, uh, we immigrated here when I was four years old. So that was like 1992 ish. Okay. To uh, Brooklyn, ah. and then I moved to Staten Island in the sixth grade. So that was probably like I don't know, like 15 years ago ish. Right. right. And uh, I'm 32 now, so God it's quite bless. some time. But yes. so yeah, so. Uh, Staten Island, Shaolin, all day, every day. Hey, listen. Yeah. Well, I'm a Brooklyn chick myself, born and raised in Brooklyn. You know, uh, grew up in the 70s and 80s there. <laughs> so you could imagine that time frame, you yeah. know, it was a little bit different <laughs> than it is now. Uh, but it, it gives you good bones, you know. It, gives, right. it, it builds character. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it definitely does. But then, you know, I came over here to Staten Island, and, you know, it's been good to me. So, yeah. That here we are. Home sweet home. Yeah, yeah. You know, listen, home is where you make it, right? Yeah, exactly. So, definitely. So, um, we want to know a little bit on how you got or developed the interest to do your um, your Busy Bees, honey. All right. Um, so, Busy Bees started out from failure. Um, I used to have a kiosk at a Fort Hamilton military base. Um, years and years and years ago, and I used to make uh, custom-made cell phone. I was big. I'm big into electronics, so I used to make custom-made cell phone cases, uh, iPad cases, uh, screen screen printing T-shirts and stuff like that. All that was done on my uh, kiosk uh, inside. Uh, I forgot the name of it, but it's inside the military base where all the military people go and buy their uh, produce and products and stuff like that. Right. And this was before Sandy. Mm. After Sandy, you know, things went crazy. Yeah. I lost the lease, and I used to have a lot of inventory left over. So I used to go to flea markets to get rid of the inventory, and um, I started another type of delivery business with some other guy. Uh, he actually screwed me. Mm. And um, and then I still had inventory left over. I started going back to flea markets and stuff like that. Met a beekeeper. He was retiring, and uh, he was like my vending neighbor. Mm. And, uh, you know, we became close. He told me one thing, and he goes, hey, you know, you're interested in doing bees? I'm like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I, I was never, you know, I never hated bees. Um, I always liked nature. Yeah. Um, you know, when I was in high school or even college, I never thought I would be a <laughs> beekeeper. Um, I said that Lincoln was coming. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, he showed me the ropes. Uh, he was my mentor. And I learned a lot from YouTube. And um, I sold my inventory that I had with my T-shirts and cell phone cases. And I actually sold my Mustang, which I loved my Mustang, mm. to start Bees and Bees Honey, oh. which we actually started in my parents' kitchen. Wow. Yeah, so that was, you know, I started going to flea markets, vending events, and stuff like that. Then, because I started selling to uh, retail to, like, uh, key foods and med foods and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And the uh, Department of Health started noticing my brand. And uh, so one of the investigators uh, called me, 
And she goes, hey, you know, we want to come and check out your location and stuff. Even though, you know, I kept everything clean. Um, but it wasn't fully certified at the time. But I had to make sure that my whole business at that point was legit. I had to have all my insurances. I had to get the right spot. So I started scrambling. And luckily, uh, I believe she was my fiance at that point. Yeah. Uh, her, her parents, uh, my in-laws, they had to connect with uh, the Alba house which is located on Victory Boulevard. Okay. And they had a spot in a kind of like a basement type of area, warehousing, manufacturing space. Um, and I had to clean it up, add new windows. This way, everything was done the right way. And um, that's kind of how, you know, B2B transitioned from the kitchen to more of a manufacturing, harvesting, beekeeping company mm. was all between started in... My parents' kitchen and the Alba house uh, location. I see. Okay. Yeah. You saw that Mustang, huh? Oh, yeah. Did it hurt? It hurt a lot. <laughs> I, it took me a long I I was saving up for the Mustang since I think I was like 15 years old. Wow. Um, it ran 12 seconds, quarter mile. Oh, my God. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I loved it. But listen, you know, sometimes you made you gotta, the sacrifice. Business, yeah. starting business is sacrifice. It is. It really yeah. is. I mean, you have to give up a couple of things, you know? Yeah. And you gave up that Mustang. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you have dreams about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I know how men are with their cars, okay? <laughs> so it's like, oh, God, that's why I had to ask if it yeah. hurt, you know? So um, that's great. I'm glad that you are you were able to get, you know, up and running. And somebody just, you just, like, say, okay, you know, I'm not really interested, but then I'll do it, you know? And yeah, I mean, just... I, you know, it kind of came like, you know, honey never expires. Right. Uh, honey lasts, you know, for thousands of years. So, you know, I always had a kind of business mindset. Even in high school, I used to, my parents used to go to Costco, buy a couple of noodle soups. I used to put them in my school bag and sell them, yeah. in, uh, you know, to all my, <laughs> like, friends in school and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So, you know, I always had, like, a mindset, and I started thinking, I'm like, honey, Honey's cool. I, I eat honey. Yeah. And then, you know, I never thought about making honey, but here I am, you there, know. Here you are. Making. Making honey. Some beerific honey. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, um, so you went from the honey. So you, how did you transition from making the honey to then going into the CBD? So, um, as, like I said, as I grew from the Alba house, um, I started my CBD journey inside the Alba house complex um and i'm also a new york state certified para professional in Tomville high school okay. um so i work with a lot of special need kids and then i always figure how can what i do help the special needs community so i started doing research and i always you know i always seen cannabis and autism and yeah. you know ptsd and uh uh anxiety and all the other stuff so i'm like oh you know let me google this let me google that and this was about almost, I would say, three years ago when people didn't even know what CBD was. Yeah. Uh, you know, CBD stands for actual cannabis uh, Um, And people didn't even know what CBD was, so I started on research. I actually bought some CBD products of a company um, to see what, you know, what I can do with it and stuff like that. I gave it to some people. They hated the taste. Mm. So then I'm like, oh, you know, I make honey. Let me infuse the CBD oil with the honey. And then I gave that product to those people again, and one thing led to another, and people loved it. That's good. And, uh, yeah, and... Um, how, I, how do you respond to people that have, like, uh, such a stigma against the CBD? 
Because I have come across a lot of people that say, oh, CBD, they think right away weed. Yeah. You know, they think right away all oh, that, you know, it's like they don't know the difference between yeah. the THC and the CBD. Yeah. So a lot of people also, they're stuck with old times. No offense to old timers and stuff like that, but <laughs> it's true though. Yeah. But, you know, it's times are moving. So sometimes you got to move with times. Right. Um, back in the day, cannabis was you know uh seen as a oh you know the bad the it's bad omen, person bad omen yeah, yeah bad thing. um but you know it has helped millions and millions and millions of people even if you actually look at uh sculptures in the egyptian times mm. they have images of you know the uh cannabis the cannabis plant. leaves yeah. on their you know uh hieroglyphics and stuff like that so i mean it's been around for you know a couple minutes, you know? <laughs> yeah, a long time. Yeah, just so discovering it. <laughs> and pretty much everything that Egyptians used, you right. know, was used for healing. Right. And, you know, if they used it thousands of years ago, why not use it now? And also, the cannabis industry got a bad vibe from the paper companies back in the day. Um, I don't know if you you know the story or whatnot. Yeah. How, um, uh, because even the Declaration of Independence was written on hemp paper, as hemp they paper, say. Yes. Um, but... Um, I forgot what other companies were involved, but the paper industry was a big say in the, like saying, no, 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 we can't they have this because, because they would they, yeah. lose business. Right. And they started using uh, racism as mm. a key to shutting down cannabis and kind of uh, provoking it as a bad omen, as you yeah. said. And you I know? believe that was around, what, like uh, the 1930s? Yeah, like, like it 20s, Wasn't there a 30s. crazy movie back in those days They're called Reefer Madness? Oh, I have no idea. Yes, it is. I believe it was in the 1930s or 40s, and it, the it was put out, and just to give it a bad name, yeah, you know, just for people to be very you know, discouraged. Oh, if you smoke it, you're gonna go crazy, yeah, you know, and you're gonna hallucinate and stuff like that. But little did you know, did they? Everybody knew that basically you just get a little hungry. Yeah, that's all you do. <laughs> it's just a little hungry, you know. But it's it is um, a good form of. Um, Medication yeah. is a good form of, you know, a lot of people like uh, they, they suffer from chronic uh, pain. Oh, yeah, I have know, so many uh, and customers like and yeah. clients that come for that. And a lot of people like they ask me, do you get high from CBD? And, you know, the stigma is you can't get high from CBD product, which is false. You actually could get high from CBD products depending on how much you take. Right. Um, CBD is a psychoactive uh, compound, which a lot of companies are saying it's non-psychoactive, which is not true. Mm. They're just trying to sell it. I'm just being honest. Yeah. Um, because everyone is different. Some people, you know, will not get a psychoactive effect, psychoactive effect from CBD. But then again, you know, if someone drinks a whole bottle of CBD oil, mm. you know, mm. they'll be buzzing. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. And um, so. And also a lot of people ask me, can you fail a drug test with taking CBD products? Right. And also there's no such thing as a no THC CBD product. Okay. N nothing like that out there. Anything that you see that says no THC, uh, they're just pushing a product on you. I always tell people, listen, you know, you're taking CBD on, you know, you know uh, how, how can I say it? Uh, like, uh, you know, you gotta let them know. Yeah, like I, I tell them, listen, you know, I, I, I'm not responsible if you do pass or fail a drug test. Right. You're taking it on your own. Um, your but own I, risk. Exactly, your own risk and stuff like that. Because even though, you know, CBD won't really make you fail a drug test, mm -hmm. but... 
It has it dep- traces of it. it so all my traces. products do have t- traces of THC, but it's under 0.3% per gram. Okay. And um, it also depends on your body. Everyone is different. Right. Some people can test positive. Right. That same person can test negative. It goes by, I also use the poppy seed uh, bagel theory. Okay. Um, if you go for a drug test, don't eat uh, you know poppy seed bagels before right. the drug test because you'll become an opiate head. <laughs> oh. you're, you're not... But as the test goes, you will test positive for opiates if you eat, you know, a poppy seed bagel once a day for yeah. uh, five days straight before the test. Well, at least you let them know, you know. Yeah. You got to let them know because oh, people are, are always going to be, like, questioning stuff yeah. like that. Have you ever come across a customer, like, ask you, like, a thousand and one questions? Or have you ever tried to say, listen, this is good? Like, you ever come I mean, up? so I always have customers asking me, oh, you know, would this help with this? So... In the CBD industry, legally, I can't tell. I'm not a doctor, you know. Right, right. As, you know, people call me, you know, a formulator and stuff like that. <laughs> but I'm not a legal doctor, so I can't tell, oh, this is going to help with anxiety, chronic pain, seizures, blah, blah, blah. Right. But what I do tell is I have many patients and clients that do come back to me and tell me, oh, this helped me with seizures. This helped me with chronic pain. Good. Right. And I do tell those uh, customers you know, I've had 15 customers that have been using this for seizures, mm-hmm. and it has helped them. Right. So, you know, take this at your own risk, but just know, like, you know, I've had customers that have been taking this for seizures, and it has helped them a lot. That's good, yeah. because at least you get a good feedback on it. Yeah. You know. And, and the last thing you want is the FDA on your on yeah. your, on <laughs> your, your, your butt. On, on Botox. <laughs> Definitely. Of course, you don't want that, you know. Yeah. So, um, all right. So, what is it that you... Can you tell us a little bit, like, what do you put in? So, um, I'm also a New York State licensed hemp grower. I have a uh, small acre farm upstate that, um, it's not my farm. I have farmers running the farm under my license. Okay. Uh, so, we do grow the hemp. Um, I got denied my extraction license because I forgot to fill out one piece of form. Oh, God. Uh, for any, you, huh? Yeah, for any new business people out there, make sure you read, read. And fill out everything. <laughs> Definitely, uh, it's a lot of uh, red tape. Oh yeah, you got uh, especially go with like, the cannabis industry. And because I forgot to fill out, you know, one or two little lines, yeah, I got denied my extraction license. But which is all right, you know, everything gets sent out to another lab that I deal with. Okay, um, you know, they're certified, and then I also send out my products to a, another lab called Kacha, um, and then they do third party testing on pesticides. THC levels, CBD levels, CBN levels, all the other minor cannabinoid levels as well. Okay, that's yeah. good. All right, so, you know, you get all that uh, ingredients in there yeah. and, and going. Now, you know, a lot of people that do know about CBD and THC and stuff like that, because I've come across other um, CBD um, sellers. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the big thing with that is the what do you put in there? Like, it's... Some say there's only supposed to be two ingredients. Some say, no, it's three. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like so a, it's half and half. Like, it, it comes like CBD is just a compound, you know, it's hemp extract. So, what it is, it's a tree line of cannabis. There's marijuana, there's cannabis, there's marijuana, mm-hmm. there's hemp. Mm-hmm. CBD is in both marijuana and hemp, THC is in both marijuana and hemp yes um they're just compounds you know it's just but everyone just knows cbd right um but actual it's hemp extract so for example i do many different formulations i also do a lot of white labeling for 
uh, I think like 12 different companies now uh, all across America, even in California, Florida, Texas, mm -hmm. uh, for different products. Like I make a uh, BCA CBD oil for a company in Texas. They do a sports nutrition. Oh, okay. And uh, BCAs is good for the body after working out and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So you can't really say that CBD has one ingredient. Um, when you make a product, it go, it just goes by the product. Like, you know, a product, like, for example, let's say a multi-grain vitamin that you get from, like, shop or whatever. Right. Uh, people use those vitamins. You know, there's different vitamins in it. Right. Um, B12s, B this, B that, you know. And uh, same thing with CBD. You can add multiple different ingredients into it. Like, I make a CBD with ginseng and honey. Right. I make a CBD with maca root. I make a CBD with black seed oil. Um so I make a lot of different formulations of CBD products just to like entice different uh, people. Like for example, ginseng is very good for the mind. Right. Um, so that's like a double whammy compared it's like a to holistic just type. Exactly. You put a lot of holistic. Yeah. Things. So it's like you can get regular CBD oil, which is fine. You know, right. CBD oil will help with many different elements and stuff. Well, legally I can't say that, but I have had people. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, but you know, uh, black seed oil. Maca root has been known to help with female issues. Okay. Uh, ginseng has been helped uh, to lower blood pressure, uh, mindset, and stuff like that. And, you know, people want to focus on that. Right. So they will buy a CBD oil with ginseng okay. that I make. They will buy a CBD oil, like female issues. They will buy a CBD oil with maca root right. that I make and stuff like that. So, you know, CBD oil can be formulated into a million different things, just like any vitamin. That's right. what it is. It's, right. it's a very... It's the most natural vitamin you can have in right. the world. That's good. Yeah. Now, you brought some stuff with us. Yes. So what what did you uh, bring with us? So um, I brought some of the local honey that I make. Okay. Uh, so I don't know. If, so this is actually one of the jars that I use. Uh, it took me about six months to design. There's uh, actually a couple of different parts to that jar. I'm looking at this and I need my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay. It's one pound raw blueberry blossom honey it's farm fresh never pasteurized amazing taste all natural harvested by caring and loving beekeepers usa proud unfiltered very good it has a little warning on the bottom here yeah. and very good i like the jar yeah because i'm i'm about like being eco yeah. so uh you can always reuse the jars for you know barbecues making margaritas after you finish because they just untwist yeah. There you go. Has a purpose. Yeah. And there's a honey dipper inside. Ah, oh, look at that. And then that. you just could take everything off and it comes up, uh, the lid comes apart like this. And then you can uh, take oh. it off, put it in, put straws in, you know, get crazy. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's really nice. See, people like that functionality type yeah. of stuff. You put it on the table. And then you have. So this is uh, one of my new ventures that I started doing. I, I bought a. Uh, residential milk route in Staten Island has been around for like almost 25 years right. uh, from the original Staten Island Milkman. Um, so we we don't use like processed crazy milk and stuff like that. The milk comes from upstate um, and the name of the farm is King Brothers, uh, King Dairy Brothers. I always get them like King Brothers Dairy, King Dairy <laughs> Brothers. And uh, the reason why their milk is good is because they pasteurize it at a lower heat level than the commercial brands mm. um so that does take a little bit longer but it retains a lot more of the vitamins and the creamy taste that milk should have and you guys deliver 
all yeah. of this stuff. Like, yeah, so I deliver like all this. Like, we haven't heard about no milk man for, yeah. like, decades, you know? Yeah. And then it's like, when I saw that, I was like, no way. Yeah. They're doing milk man deliveries? Yeah, and actually, <laughs> uh, this one is a plastic bottle. We do half-gallon bottles, just like the original Milkman did. Oh, my goodness. Um, and then, you know, we come pick up the bottles, so this where it's recycled properly, um, and you okay. get that nice glass tasting, you know, fresh milk. And um, the milk is bottled for our clients on a weekly basis. Um, they have like about 1,100 cows on their farm. Wow. You know, it's pasture range. You know, they all have names. Billy, Johnny, Johnny the cow, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's cool. To drink like a king for yeah. over 100 years, five generations of the king family. But you could drink like a queen too. It don't matter. You know, it's just the name of the dairy. Put a little bit of uh, white Russian in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, cray cray. That's right. I'm telling you, this is good. Pure local, better. This is awesome. And uh, they have their website here, and they're from Schulerville. Yeah, Shulerville? upstate. Okay. Oh. It's all right. I can't even pronounce the city. Too I, I try to break down the syllables. <laughs> <laughs> so the next one you have there is. Yeah. So also, this is uh, some of the flower that we grow. This is a berry blossom. Um, so these are like just some of the smaller buds that I just bring as samples and stuff like that. But you can actually smell it. Oh. It smells nice, right? Yes, it really does. Very delicious. Oh, it's yeah. awesome. And uh, so this is about a 15% flower um, that we make pre-rolls, we make teas, and uh, that is extracted into CBD oil. Mm-hmm. And, um, or I should say hemp extract and stuff like that. Right. And then we use that hemp extract and all of our other products that I actually, I brought. So this is a, uh, one of the CBD oils that I do make. This is a 1000 milligram. Uh, we do make it, you know, in a box. So this way it looks a little bit presentable. Mm. Um, but the packaging is pretty good. Yeah. So I, I mean, but I always say, you know, like that saying, you think you're strong, but there's always someone stronger. Yeah. I always like, you know, I like my packaging, but I know that I can always do better. So I always think of new ways to create something better. But, Definitely. you know, for now, I do like it and people do enjoy it and stuff like that. Oh, awesome. Can, how do you, how do you, can, 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 in the beginning, it took me a while to <laughs> say it. So, <laughs> yeah, a whole plant full spectrum hemp extract and it tells you um, what it contains everything's on the on the label here yeah it's really good and then on the other side it tells you you know how many drops take hemp extract oil okay warning signs okay very good yeah yeah so i try to keep you know i try to inform people on the label but then again i do get about like 30 40 calls a day on uh, people using my products from, you know, California, Texas, and stuff like that. Right. Just, you know, they, they want to ask questions, which is fine, because also in business, customer service is, I would say, top three of what you should be doing perfect. Mm, yeah. If you don't have customer service, no matter how wrong the customer is, That's right. the customer is always, always right. right. Yeah. And that is so true. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. And then also, one of the last thing I brought is uh, our... Uh, this is one of our newer products. It's uh, vegan gummies that we make. Um, they're all natural. Uh, they I don't use any colorants like red forty, green this, you know, yeah, yellow yellow yeah. six. These are all 
uh, colored natural like beetroot powder and stuff like that to give it that nice you know natural flavor and coloring and stuff like that. I don't know if you can actually see the flavoring, but ah, yeah, there's different colors. Each gummy is about 25 milligrams. Um, I also just started uh, releasing a uh, gummies with melatonin. And so this way, these are more daytime gummies. Yeah. Uh, those are going to be more nighttime gummies. But I'm not fully satisfied with them yet. Yeah. Um, until I'm fully am, then I will start releasing them into the public and stuff like that. Just got to do a few more testing. Okay. Well, we're going to have all of this on the on the site because uh, uh, we're going to uh, post them up, all of your awesome. products that you brought here today. Yeah. So people could know where to uh, get them and then. Yeah, and this is for you guys. You guys can oh, test it out. You know, well, look at that. That's amazing. You yeah. see, get some hemp for me. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So, so tell me, so far that you've been doing all of this, how, what do you see? Which part of your business you feel most successful in? Like, um, so, like for example, the CBD industry is blowing up. Right. So, the CBD industry, in my aspect, is you know getting very popular and stuff like that. But I can't say it's more benefit, like, but if, because without BZBs, I would have never got into the CBD space. Right. Without being an educator, I would have never got into the CBD space. So I can't really say what's, you know, more popular in my end. Um, it goes, I go by everything is good. You know, one helps the other. Right. Just like with the, my new venture with the Utterly Delicious NYC milk route, um, that now helps my BZB's brand because now people can get their local raw honey, their CBD products delivered straight to their house. And um, that helps uh, my following with BZB's, helps the Utterly Delicious NYC brand because, you know, I promote it that way as well. And, you know, it, one thing helps the other. It's like one hand washes the other thing. Yes. Two business, you know, this. That's the One, best thing to yeah. do. It's like when two business owners come together yeah. and they expand. Yeah. So everybody. Well, wins. with Oli Delicious, I'm I'm at the only. I bought it over. Uh, so I'm the official owner of Oli Delicious NYC now. So, yeah. but but still, it's a it, it was a great opportunity. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. You know, and then that will make you even grow more. Yeah. And you know, get a little bit bigger. Well, a yeah. lot bigger. You know. Get busier. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yes, busy, busy, busy. Now let me let me ask you a question since you know you do deal with bees and stuff like that. Now you know these uh, murder hornets. Oh yeah, I heard uh, all. Yeah, all about like it. I want to know, like, what are you thinking about that? You know, are you afraid? Like, um, so they don't fully know if it was a mo uh, murder hornet as it is. It's really just an Asian hornet. Um, they probably thought that the person that saw the, the Asian so-called, it was just a European. They're very similar. Mm -hmm. The European hornet is a little smaller than the Asian one. Mm. Um, it is aggressive. The Asian, uh, hornets are very aggressive. Yeah. Um, they rip them heads off. Yeah. yeah. They, they have big pinchers. Oh my goodness. Um, They're scary looking. Yeah. And they do attack, you know, uh, 10, 15 murder hornets, Asian hornets, I should say, can destroy a colony of, you know, 5,000, 10,000, 20,000 uh, honeybees. Oh my God. Um, in one, in one attack. That is scary. Um, yeah. But what, you know, people in Asia do is they set traps, right. uh, for these, uh, Asian hornets. So if they actually are in United States, I would just do the same thing. Right. Um, unfortunately you can't fully prevent things just like Corona, you know, you can't 
fully yeah. prevent things. It just, you can, it just, you know, you have to live through it. Yeah, and you just have, yeah. <laughs> and you just have to learn how to, re, you know, you just have to learn how to adjust to it. Well, that's what we've been doing basically yeah. with this pandemic going on. You know, everything was just at a standstill. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's like you know, that's it. You're not going outside no more. Uh, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. No parties for you. No, no events. No anything. Yeah. And as an event coordinator, and you know, a person that. My business is outside, yeah. right? So it's just like, it's hard to even try to get people or, you know, cause either they're scared, they're afraid, yeah. oh, you know, stuff like that. So until that eases up a little bit, there's a lot of uh, small business owners and entrepreneurs, they had to get creative and they had to find different ways now 100%. on how to put themselves out there. Yeah. And of course, you know, you know, for the internet we have and, any other realms of media that we yeah. could get on, you know? Podcasts. There you go. Yeah. You see? We're here for you guys. <laughs> Definitely. You know, but it's been hard for a lot of the small oh, business 100%. owners, you know, especially, you know, um, like, um, you know, these restaurants, all of them had to close down. And yeah. So many other stores had to close down. But we we, we could only pray that um, this, this will go over. You know, they're saying, talking about getting a spike, but hopefully we don't go through that, you know. Yeah. So we could at least move forward into a better light and be able to pick up where we left off. Yeah. You know, so, I mean. Listen, as humans, we're destined to evolve. And this is yes. just, unfortunately, another evolution type of step that we have to handle. We have Deal to evolve with. from the old way of thinking. Now we have to evolve into after COVID-19. Jesus Christ. You know, Even the name yeah. is scary. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's crazy. So, um, Igor, where can people find you? What is your 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 yeah. website, your <laughs> all of that information? So, um, my website is, I have two now. I have uh, com, And then I also have a www.otherlydeliciousnyc.com. Uh, yeah, dot com and then i have a sister site which is www.bzbshoney.net um but you can always come by my new facility uh it's about four months uh in uh it's a lot bigger uh it's gonna there's gonna be a coffee shop in there which i'm gonna be the only coffee shop on staten island with its own roaster ah. so be ready for that it's gonna be fresh coffee roasted daily um that you can buy all cbd um, I'll be there for some coffee. I'm a coffee drinker. I love yeah. coffee. Yeah. Buzz Put a in there and then I'll be good in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> it'll, it'll get it moving. Yeah. Um, I'm located on 3755C, which is Cat Victory Boulevard, um, near Travis, right behind Mother Moose Bakery. Awesome. That was great. Yeah. Well, uh, like I said, you know, I appreciate you coming through and, and, and uh, showing us um, all your, your, your wonderful CBD products and stuff. Yeah, thank you for having me. Oh, definitely. And uh, so, guys, you already know, we're going to be also having his link up on the site as well. And like I said, we're going to be posting up all of these wonderful products that he brought in today for us. And, uh, you know, want to get more information, go on to the site, get the link, shoot him a message, um, any questions yeah. you have, you want to purchase Give on anything. And give him a buzz. <laughs> and let's get it moving. Yeah, we're going to get that going, all those lingos. <laughs> 
So guys, thank you so much for joining us today. And um, like I said, this is our second episode of Starving Artists Podcast Show. We're here for small business owners, entrepreneurs, artists uh, that wants their voice to be heard. So also contact me through my page, Marcy Photography at Facebook, and also in Instagram, Marcy underscore photography. So thank you everyone for joining us today and thank you for Igor coming in from Busy Bees and um, Utterly Delicious. delicious. NYC. Yes, definitely. So until the next one, guys, thank you. Be well and be healthy. (laughs) See you guys. Thanks.